Anyone who is saying that Sue Bird should be the next head coach of the New York Liberty or the Phoenix Mercury, for that matter, is out of their freaking mind. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. You are Locked on Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, women's basketball fans. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Women's Basketball. I am one of your hosts, Erica Lindsay Ayala. Although for those of you watching on YouTube, you probably think I'm the only host, but we have a a handful more. Anyway, as I mentioned in my open, yeah, we're going back to Sue Bird. I'm going to talk about it again because I can see on the social media and yada, 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 people trying to get clicks that, you know, you're, you're still talking about Sue Bird. We're going to shut that down for sure. And again, go over some candidates that make a lot more sense for New York. We're uh, also going to uh, hear from Sandy Brondello. She was on an ESPN podcast talking about essentially uh, her no longer being with Phoenix and even got into Liz Cambage and, of course, the Opals. But right now, we are going to talk about the NCAA power rankings. But let me tell you first that this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals for those you want to keep. We're going to talk about that coming up on Locked on Women's Basketball. Just a reminder that Locked on Women's Basketball and everything and anything that you hear or watch on the Locked on Podcast Network is free for viewers. And so that's why we love our sponsors. They're making uh, everything that we give you available. But let's talk about the NCAA. Now, it's been quite a time with some of the top ranked teams, players that they're losing for the season or for a period of time. South Carolina has been impacted. Obviously, UConn has been impacted. AZ FUD, Paige Beckers. They also have some players that are going to be transferring out. Gino Auriemma popped off, as he is known to do. A lot of people wondering if his approach is even appropriate. And ultimately, no. His approach is very much the same approach that he's had for however many years he's been coaching, but this is a new generation of athletes. And, you know, as they say, you have to adapt or you become extinct. So we'll see what happens there. That's probably a larger conversation. But as always, I want to take you over to Autumn Johnson, NCAA uh, media reporter and has the weekly power rankings. Um, this was posted, uh, yesterday, December 13th, Monday. Um, and not much of a surprise at the top. It's South Carolina. The Gamecocks have been untouchable with a 10 0 record now taking down Maryland, which makes them four and 0 
over top 10 foes, Autumn writes. She says, I do not see South Carolina, South Carolina losing a game the rest of the way. They also beat my Elon Phoenix. You know, that's to be expected. Uh, but Elon on the come up. I love it. I love what Charlotte Smith is doing there. Speaking of North Carolina, raise up NC State. The Wolfpack might have fallen to South Carolina earlier this season, but how about a top, a 10 game winning streak since then? Yes, Wolfpack. Now, when I played softball against you when I was at Elon, we had some problems, but I can respect what Wolfpack women's basketball is doing. Um, so just a really great team, ACC love. I know Ari Chambers is absolutely loving it. They come in at two. Stanford's still in the top four. Uh, welcome back, Cardinal. We haven't seen Stanford since they defeated Maryland on November 27th in the Bahamas. The Terps have been resting and studying during a two-week exam break. I think that was a typo. Uh, so Stanford had a two-week exam break, Autumn reports, but now they are back in action. And Cameron Brink having a great sophomore season. Indiana, okay, let's go, Indiana. Coming up in the top four, the Hoosiers defeated Penn State for its first Big Ten win, went on to take down Fairfield, and then closed out the week with a ranked win over Ohio State, 86 66 the win there and so that's your top four but who did we not hear from yukon they're at number five autumn writes it's been a roller coaster for yukon getting hit with multiple player injuries at once Paige beckers as i mentioned uh nico mole az fudd depleted backcourt they lost that game to georgia tech people were ready to be like all right now let's go media. You're still going to cover UConn and da, 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 da. You know, there's always a lot of conversations, shall we say, around UConn. But you love to see that you had some players stepping up here. And essentially, I do think that some of what Gino says, most all of what Gino says is, it's not that he doesn't believe it, but it's very... Um, what's inside his head and non-filtered and some people are be like oh well you know you shouldn't have to filter yourself and da, 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 da. listen um i could go on and talk about that for days here's what i think um gino does and this is his mo he challenges his athletes he challenges them in practice. He challenges them in the games. He challenges them one-on-one, -on -one, and he challenges them publicly. Now, the public stuff, yeah, it's in public. You probably don't like being told uh, or having everyone be told what your coach is probably telling you in practice. So do I think the players are um, surprised or taken aback by what he is saying no i think what happens when you do that stuff publicly is that now it's left for interpretation for other people and so now your players might have to deal with other people who are not in their space coming at them with gino like fire just something to think about. Um, but I do 100% believe that Gino does that to get performances from his players and to get under their skin and to make him the enemy so that they rise up to the occasion. That's an old school way of thinking. I kind of like, 
I'm, I'm drawn to that. Like, you know, that's how I was taught. That being said, it's not the only way. And it's not the most appropriate way. It's not for every player. So anyway, that's my two cents. UConn at five. Louisville at six. They got their win uh, over Kentucky in the Jimmy V Classic 64-58. Also, Haley Van Lith talked to Autumn. Check that out. I'll leave a link in the description if you want to see some of those interviews that Autumn is doing. At seven, Baylor. So here we go. Nikki Cullen coming from the WNBA and now has a top 10 team in Baylor that she's looking to just prim and get ready to make another push. They played Alcorn State. Uh, they will play Michigan December 19th. Um, and so that should be a good one. It's what Autumn calls must-see TV in the paint. The Terps at 8, Arizona at 9, and Tennessee at 10. Uh, at 10, hello, Lady Vols. I think... Are they getting rid of that? I don't know. Tennessee has been a bubble team along with Michigan, Texas, and Duke for my power 10 for the past couple of weeks. The undefeated Vols have continued its flawless record in Sunday's matchup over Georgia State, which includes notable wins over USF, Texas, and Virginia Tech. So, all right, the rise of Tennessee, let's go. I saw a lot of people reacting to Candace Parker putting out some photos of her daughter Layla during her um, – visits back to Tennessee and with Pat Summon and all good things there. So, all right, the rise of Tennessee. Let's see how that goes. All right. So I got you through your top 10 rankings. Let me know who are you most excited to watch this NCAA season? I have to be honest. I get a lot of my content from autumn. I am not, um, watching that many NCAA games as, you know, it's hockey season for me. That being said, I love all of the energy as Ari Chambers would say. I already gave her two shout outs. Um, as Ari would say around women's basketball, it's great. Let me know who you are watching this NCAA season. Coming up, as I mentioned, I'm going to get into it again because I said what I said and I felt like some of y'all didn't hear me. So we're going to talk about this coaching carousel and then we're going to end the show. You're not going to want to miss this. Sandy Brondello getting real about what really went down in Phoenix on ESPN radio. But right now, as promised, I want to tell you more about Truebill. How many free trial subscriptions have ended up costing you hundreds, if not thousands, yikes, thousands of dollars long after you've forgotten to cancel? Well, you can fight back against scammy subscriptions with Truebill. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, you don't want, or you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Also the same with emails, right? Truebill makes it incredibly simple. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need that to cancel unwanted subscriptions. So you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million, 2 million users and helps save them over $100 million. That's a lot of bread. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com. 
backslash locked on NBA. Get Truebill right now by going to truebill.com backslash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. That's truebill.com backslash locked on NBA. And now I want to tell you about stance. I truly do love my stance socks. This is stance sock season, if you will, because as I've mentioned before on the show, every year I get stance socks. I have high quality socks in my repertoire because I have a loving family member who put me on to stance years ago. What do I love about stance? That it's high quality. I love that you also get to have a little flavor flav. I saw that about a week or two ago, Spike Lee was tweeting about Stan socks because he has his 40 acres and a mule. You dig show enough. He has a line of Stan socks. So it's, it's great quality, a uh, good fit and swag and style to boot. I love Stan socks. I kind of do like uh, you know, the long socks, but they have all kinds of different socks to suit your needs. Also have, um, underwear and undergarments and things of that nature. I haven't gotten into that, but from what I know from Stan socks, I know that it is legit. So here's what we want you to do. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at some of these. I, I literally just look down and I realize I'm even missing out. They have Wu-Tan Clan, Stan Socks, The Goonies, Star Wars, Harry Potter, um, Major League Baseball. I have Brooklyn Dodgers, Stance Socks. I talked about it before. So here's the call to action. Stance believes the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good do good. So go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. Love my stance socks. Truly, truly love my stance socks. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen. We know there's a lot of other options. I hope you are checking out Jasmine Baker, Players of the New School. She's doing that on Twitter Spaces. I saw that Windsider podcast just had the GOAT Cheryl Swoops on. So we know there are a lot of other places that you can get women's basketball coverage. We want you to support those, but always make us your first listen. Ah, let's go. All right. Segment number two. Let's get into it. Just, I want to give you a little, a reminder, a reminder of what, I, why I said what I said and what I said regarding Sue Bird. I, I just, y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop. WNBA Twitter, you know, I love you, but no, Sue Bird cannot be the next coach, the next head coach of the New York Liberty. Can't happen. Here's what I said last episode. The New York Liberty needs more coaching experience, and they probably need more experience at the GM role if they want to be competitive in this WNBA 2022 and beyond. The New York Liberty have a great market. They are an original franchise, but they will continue to struggle until they get real, until they get serious about putting in and investing in veteran people who know what they're doing. Now, listen, as someone who has come from the amateur now to do what I do, I get it. Everyone needs their break. 
I just don't think the New York Liberty position respectfully is one that at this particular time or because of the heightened market that you need to put someone that's cutting their teeth, even if that someone is Sue Bird. Now, if you just want to sell tickets and you want people to see Sue Bird on the sideline, well, then my response to that is you should have signed her as a point guard. You should have closed that deal. I don't know that it's her time to be a coach, a head coach, and I definitely don't think it's her time to be the head coach of the New York Liberty. But we shall see what's going to happen. This is a young New York Liberty squad. I think you need a veteran coach who's going to come in and get those young whippersnappers together. I want to take you back December 19th, 2019. And I wrote a story entitled Liberty 2021 Wish List. A coach with experience, a number one draft choice, and help for Tina Charles. Well, they didn't help Tina Charles. They gave her the boot, apparently, on her day off. Also got rid of Kia Nurse. I wouldn't have done that either, but, you know, either way, um, here's what I had to say about the coaching staff. On October 16th, the Liberty announced they would not extend Smith's contract to Hall of Fame Famer ended her playing career with the Liberty in 2012 before joining Bill Lambeer's coaching staff in 2015. She succeeded Lambeer in 2018 to become the seventh head coach of the franchise, making, of course, Walt Hopkins the eighth. Um, in two seasons with the New York Liberty under Smith, the Liberty went 17 and 51. Katie Smith won more games than Walt Hopkins in his first two seasons. Just didn't work out. So you go from Bill Beer to two first-time head coaches, and now you are going to tell me that you want to go with another first-time head coach? Maybe, maybe if I think about it this way, I... I should be excited that finally the WNBA is getting to NBA levels of a goat is a goat is a goat is a goat. And we're ready to christen Subert the next coach of the New York Liberty. I think that's insane. Do you want to win? Do you want to win? Do you want to win games? Sure, Subert. Everyone loves Subert. I love Subert. You're going to get a lot of attention. You're going to get a lot of media. Is that your strategy to win games? What happens off the court? I thought the New York Liberty wanted to try and win a championship because out of all of the remaining original franchises, after 25 seasons, the New York Liberty still do not have a championship. So do you want Sue Bird as your next head coach in 2022? Or do you want to get closer to a chip? The, and if that's how it goes down, that tells me a lot about what this team is trying to do because it ain't it ain't trying to win. Not on the court. Not on the court. So, yeah, I said what I said. Um, but we're going to move on because someone who would make a good head coach potentially is Sandy Brondello. Now, we're going to get into this in the next segment because I like Sandy Brondello certainly more than Sue Bird, but I do see people having some concerns and I'm going to let you know why I think 
if Sandy Brondello is the next head coach, that she's probably not the long-term option. That's coming up on Locked on Women's Basketball. But right now, so you listen to podcasts like Locked on Women's Basketball for the power of knowledge, because obviously I have infinite knowledge, right? Or just like to rant. Either way, you should switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. You get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch so you can get the latest episodes of, of course, your favorite Locked On Women's Basketball podcast and any other podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Now, there, here's the disclaimer. The free phone is limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply, offering coverage not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. So go to boostmobile.com for the details. Okay. Sandy Brundello, here's what I like. An experienced coach has won championships as a head coach, has played in the WNBA, has assisted in the WNBA, has international experience, is considered to be a very thoughtful coach that will sit down and have conversations with her player outside of basketball before they even step in between the lines. I like all of that for Sandy Brondello. Um, she seems very even keeled. I like that about Sandy Brondello. Here's what I don't like. And I've talked about this on the show before. I could never figure out Phoenix. Are they a good team that's lazy? Are they a mediocre to kind of bad team that's lucky? Are they a team that has a great coach that they don't listen to? Did they have a coach that I, I, I just, what? What what was ever happening with Phoenix? And I'm saying this because it it I'm baffled all the time because whatever was happening, it had a way of working, but it looked kind of messy at times, right? I mean, Brittany Griner should be a dominant force in the WNBA. And I don't know why that's never come to be. Diana Taurasi is an assassin on the court. Just an assassin. Can't play defense. I actually think it's gotten better over the years. Um, can't play defense. Will rack up technical fouls. Will hack the crap out of someone when she doesn't like that she didn't get a call. But ice in the veins? What? Come on. So I never could really understand Phoenix. I do think some of that is personality driven. Sandy Brondello seems to be a sweetheart and I am a huge fan of Sandy Brondello. I also get the sense that Sandy Brondello don't want no smoke. She don't want no drama. She's not built like that. Um, not gonna really want to live in confrontation the good thing is that 
Walt Hopkins was all about the positive process. And yeah, I know we haven't won a game in ever, but we're going to take away the positives from this experience. So the New York Liberty team should be ready for a coach that is going to be nice, sweet as pie. Um, but my take is that Sandy would be able to, on an individual basis, really get a lot more out of her players. And I think that just comes with experience. I don't get the sense that Sandy Brundello has, you know, an agenda. She doesn't have a certain style of play that she's pushing necessarily. When you're a coach of a team like Phoenix, that at any given time is kind of an all-star team. When you're a coach of a team like the Australian national team, you have to manage a lot of different personalities, styles coming in and out. Sandy Brandello's never been a GM, as far as I know. She's only ever had to be a coach, which is great. I love that separation. You know, I think Sandy Brandello is built to be a good coach in this league. And I absolutely think that she should get, be given a shot in New York. And it would be a travesty to not have Sandy Brandello in the league next year. And right now, the opening is in New York. All that being said, I just. You know, like the the Luther Jerry Curl. Some of y'all know. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. It just doesn't quite. Ow. I could never figure Phoenix out. Maybe it's just a change of pace. Maybe there were things happening where Sandy didn't have ultimate control, and she controlled what she could and what she could control. She did a pretty good job. Did a pretty good job. When's the last time the New York Liberty have been to anything resembling? the postseason. Oh yeah. They got in that one playoff game. Well, the format's changing. And do you really want to see the New York Liberty in a, a series? They got better, but certainly not the last four years of New York Liberty basketball. Would I ever want to see in a playoff series? That can't happen. That can't happen. So what does Sandy think about all this? Well, we're going to close out the show listening to excerpts from her conversation with ESPN. Now, this is uh, Kane Pittman. He reports from Australia. Uh, this is the Ball and the Real World podcast as part of ESPN.com. Of course, the link is there for you. But uh, they came in pretty hot. Talking about this mutual parting of ways or whatever we're calling it, I told you my auntie senses were telling me that's probably BS. Here's what Sandy had to say. It was, it was surprising. It was surprising news that you wouldn't be coming back to the Phoenix Mercury. Obviously had a successful season last year. You record everyone knows WNBA championship playoffs every year through your eight seasons. So um, can you? I, I guess just to start, the easy question is: Can you just talk us through, from from your point of view, the the process to get to here? And obviously, um, the contract was up. But when when they say mutually agree, maybe I'm a bit cynical, <laughs> Sandy. But I always am curious to understand what that means. Yeah, look, uh, to quite quite honest, I've been here for eight years, and when you know, we just uh, you know, the management just decided that it was you know probably good to have a have a new voice and. Um, so if you call that mutual, that's what it was. But, uh, yeah, look, I've, I'm, it's, you know, very grateful for the opportunity to coach the Phoenix Mercury for so long. I mean, it's hard to, you know, win in this league. It's hard to stay more than three years in this league. And I was able to stay a uh, really great organisation for eight years. So grateful for that. Got to coach some really great players, um, made a lot of friends. And But, yeah, now it's let's see what the next opportunity brings me. 
So there you go. Yeah, if you want to call it that, I guess it was a mutual parting of ways. Okay, Sandy. Listen. Um, also, here's what she had to say about Liz Cambage and the Australian national team. So you knew I was going to ask about Liz. You brought her up. So obviously, the, there's so much interest anytime a squad's been announced or heading into a major tournament. So over the last few weeks, what what was it like from your perspective in terms of did did you were you aware the whole time that it probably wasn't going to happen? Did you have contact with her? What what did the last sort of period look like leading into obviously her not being named, her saying she didn't want to play, whatever. Yeah, look, Jane Sterling and I, um, you know, we just contacted all the the players um, either by, you know, um, email and or by the phone just to get their interest and see if are they committed to going forward because it is a big commitment. Um, Sandy Brandello also saying that she's interested in the New York Liberty coaching role. So we'll see what happens. That's all we have for this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. As always, thank you for listening and making us your first listen of the day. Now it's time for you to head over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q and expert analysts and insight analysis, excuse me, expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Until Thursday, we're coming up on the end of the year holidays. I hope you're safe. I hope you're well. Women's basketball on the rise. We love to see it. Until next time, Erica Lindsay Ayala, a.k.a. Auntie, signing out.